Promoted Coach, Episode 19, Existing Conditions, Budget Busters. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Builder Coach. I help you, the homeowner, the property owner, manage the chaos of a renovation or remodeling project so that you don't lose money, experience a mental breakdown, or become victim to a failed project. The Builder Coach is specifically designed for you, designed to empower the non-construction professional. I'm your host, Dale R. Scriven, project management and design build professional. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Today, we will talk about existing conditions, budget busters. Yes, those things that drain money from your pocket during a renovation or remodeling project. Speaking from personal experience, I was renovating a kitchen or um, a kitchen in Baltimore, Maryland. It was an investment property. The contractor demolished the base cabinets and discovered that termites had infiltrated the back wall. The project experienced a severe delay. I ended up having the contractor replace all the wall framing and floor joists and basically three quarters of the, of the kitchen. Cha-ching. Problem was existing conditions and I didn't do or prepare for the proper things. So all I heard throughout that entire project was cha-ching, 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 money coming out of my pocket. So we're going to talk about four elements. Those four elements are hope, getting the necessary requirements up front, investigating, and contingency. All right? Renovation and remodeling projects have something that new construction does not have, and that's existing conditions. Think about it. Since, Since the structure in new construction is something to be built, there are no existing conditions outside of any below ground conditions that may impact your project, right? Some subsurface stuff. There, there is a lot known up front when you are building something brand new. It's easier to plan, easier, relative, right? Not saying that new construction is easy, but easier relative to uh, a renovation or remodeling project. Renovation and remodeling projects can be filled with a few or multiple booby traps because sometimes it's not possible to see everything behind a wall or under the floor. That being said, we will go through that first bullet point that I mentioned, hope. Hope is not a strategy. You cannot hope these things away. I'll even add, you know, I believe in prayer, but prayer won't necessarily make these things go away. You have to do your due diligence. In my experience, wishing doesn't hope, well, doesn't work either. Can't wish them away. So the first thing that you want to do when you approach existing conditions is first get the requirements. That's our second bullet point. Get the requirements. Get a firm grip on your scope of work and make sure there aren't any additional scope items that you need added, specifically code items. See, that will begin to guide you. See, in that same project, not in the kitchen, but in that same project that, that was my investment property, I added a bedroom in the basement. In my rush to complete the project, I added smoke detectors, right? Because I said, hey, I have a bedroom down here. Need to add another smoke detector. Little did I know that the smoke detectors had to be hardwired when you added smoke detectors to the property. They had to be hardwired just in case the batteries failed. Because I was in a rush 
and financially strained, I failed to get all the requirements up front. This revelation was heartbreaking at the moment. I was almost finished with the project. Then I had to reverse. I had to pay an electrician to knock holes in the wall and hardwire not just the smoke detectors in the basement where I added the room, but then hardwire um, all the smoke detectors on the first floor and the second floor. And they all had to be interlocked. That was a unplanned cost. It cost me 5000 bucks just for the electrician. Then I had to go back and pay the carpenter to drywall and repaint more money out of my pocket. So it's another um, another warning worth repeating. Violating local codes could put you at risk for violating your insurance policy, therefore exposing you to unlimited risk. So not only do you want to get the code requirements up front so you don't go backwards in your project and spend more money that you didn't plan for, but you also don't want to you know, void your insurance policy because let's say a fire would have happened in that investment property, right? And I did something out of code and they do the investigation. Do you think that my insurance company would cover me? Absolutely not. They would have an out, all right? Don't give your insurance company an out. So follow the code requirements. It's very important. So look, after you get your requirements, you need to investigate as much as possible. So things to consider in your investigation. First things, right? The age of your property could be an investment property, the home that you're living in, etc. Could be a building, but you want to consider the age, the location. Was it in a harsh environment, right? Was it a typical home in the suburbs or let's say in the city or was it by a location, let's say by the sea where sea air is very intrusive and very hard on certain structures and finishes? All right. Was it in an extreme cold or an extreme warm environment where there may be termite infestation or a lot of expansion and contraction due to um, cold months and strain from cold weather? You want to look at the condition of the property, right? Is it in good condition? Who was in it before? Did the the other persons or for that fact, did you take care of the property? What are the maintenance records? Were you able to get any maintenance records? Was the property that you're dealing with, was it maintained? Again, I mentioned climate and then also the type of occupants, right? So if if you had a, a property that was, you know, let's say a family that took care of it, that's one thing to consider versus a property that a bunch of college college students were in, right? You may find a different level of use. I don't want to say that college students are abusive. I was a college student at one time. But yeah, we didn't necessarily take care of the property as much as it would be our own when we, when we were in college, right? So again, the use, who, who used the property, the type of occupants. So the word of the day we're going to talk about is intrusion when we talk about investigation. Intrusion, the more you do up front, the better. You might have to knock some holes in the wall, make some cuts, do some peels. You might have to do some cutting. You want to get behind some of those areas that you can't see. You might want to do some testing. Hey, is that asbestos on the floor because it's some old floor tile? Is that paint lead paint? You want to know all the stuff that you're dealing with up front. It is possible to perform a discovery investigation. However, the cost to investigate existing conditions can be time and cost prohibitive. prohibitive. Sorry about that. I get it. I've been involved in a project where I had to send cameras 
down a drain line. We wanted to know, hey, before we um, finish this new concrete slab and put all this new kitchen equipment and everything else on top and get everything ready to go, is that drain line in good condition? So it was worth the upfront expense to send a camera down the drain line to find out, is it in good condition? And guess what? In that project, we discovered that the drain line was clogged, rusted, leaking. So we did the drain line first, and then we did our concrete slab work and did the, then performed the rest of our work without having to go backwards. Can you imagine having everything finished on that concrete slab? Everything is done. Go use the property. The water is not draining out of the property efficiently, then we would have to remove all that furniture, dig up the slab, then change the drain line only to put the furniture and do all the finishing back over again. That would be a waste of money. So don't forget that your project is existing. Your house or structure could be five or 80 years old. The age of your existing home can have a heavy impact on the existing conditions, all right? Don't forget age. Existing site conditions can impact your project in several ways to include a change in design, again, cost overruns, safety concerns, and required code upgrade. So that last bullet point I wanna talk about is contingency. Contingency, understand this, you own all the existing conditions. You are the property owner, all right? Everything falls on your shoulders. You may have professionals helping you, a contractor or an architect or a designer, what have you, an engineer. But at the end of the day, because you are the owner, the buck stops with you. About 10 years ago, I was talking with a young couple who lived in Virginia. They hired an architect to, resign their, to redesign their bedroom suite into a modern master bedroom suite. Unfortunately, they discovered that the existing copper water lines were deteriorating. The galvanized drains were also clogging and the floor joists underneath the tub was rotten and needed to be spliced. They had to re-splice them so you could have the proper support for the tub. They wanted the architect to compensate them for not recognizing these existing conditions in the design. Well, that didn't work. So they tried to seek financial compensation from the contractor for not informing them ahead of time before construction about the existing conditions. It's not the contractor's or the architect's responsibility. They have a scope of work. They can only design or consider stuff that they have access to, all right? So after receiving sound advice from a colleague, they swallowed the bitter pill and realized that the cost overruns were due to existing conditions and it rested on their shoulders. You are you cannot pass the buck, so you wanna do that upfront investigation and then plan for contingency. So that's a solution, contingency, all right? Solution, plan to have anywhere from 10 to 20% contingency fund to handle the existing conditions. This is very important. Don't go into a project cash-strapped. You'll end up in the middle of the street with a Failed project, bucket naked in the street, all right? Your project will fail. Don't go in skinny. I've done this before. Renovation and remodeling projects are notorious for having something that will cost you money that's behind the scenes. No contingency money. Look for your project to stall and sit. 
Now, remember the project I was telling you about with the smoke detectors and the kitchen? What I didn't tell you is that the project that I was involved in, it actually failed at the end of the day. See, that smoke detector issue took so long to complete because we were trying to find wires. I was not necessarily financially stable. So the project sat and sat until I was trying to get the money to finish the project. Well, guess what? One day I finally got the money and I was on my way to the project to meet the carpenter to finish the project. Went inside the actual house and in that interim, someone stole all of my radiators and my boiler in the basement. So they stole the heating equipment and some of the piping, radiators, boiler, and some of the piping all throughout the house. Totally, totally, totally I was financially devastated. I had to, I didn't have the money to do that. I had to literally give the property back to the bank. All because I went into that renovation cash strapped. I didn't plan. All right. I didn't follow my own advice. I was hoping. See that word hope that we talked about in our first bullet point. I was hoping that things went well. All right. I was in an emotional state. We want to, we want to attack these things logically, right? The hope didn't work. Don't hope. Plan. Get that contingency, okay? Bonus tip. Ask your designer who, well, ask your designer, or I should say your 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 help, your architect, your engineer, your contract, contractor, about typical existing conditions they've experienced. See, they have a, 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 a tale, a history of, of knowledge that they've encountered on projects. Ask them what they may typically find so you can put these risk items in your risk log and they can give you kind of an estimate. Hey, if I run into some termites here, I can't see it right now, but if I have to replace that wall, it's going to cost you around X. If I have to replace this water line, it's going to cost about X. If I have to replace that slab, if I have to replace those counters, if I I have to replace that door, it's going to cost about X. X, you can... Plan, plan, plan ahead of time so you're not cash strapped. All right. Now, risk has a positive side. You know, we see it on TV sometimes. Risk, you can find some good things. Underneath a a particular surface, you may find a nice brick wall that you can use. All right. You may find some traditional or legacy wood floors. All right. You may you may find that. All right. So what do we learn today? We learned that hope is not a strategy, all right? Then we we talked about getting the necessary requirements. We talked about investigating, then contingency, and that is it, all right? Take these things to heart. They really, 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 really do help. Feel good about yourself. You took the time to learn. Acting on this information gives you a fighting chance against project chaos, money loss, continuous stress, or unethical greedy contractors. If you know someone who needs help, invite them to listen. Let's look out for one another and build a strong community of homeowners or property owners who want a dream renovation or remodeling project. Make sure you subscribe to Build a Coach on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or your favorite place to listen to podcasts. For more details, visit buildacoach.com forward slash podcast. Please, if you like what you hear, at the Build It Coach, leave a review. Reviews are really, really, really helpful to help us grow the show and reach more people who need help. 
Until next time, may your dream project become a reality. Please understand that every construction project is unique. Therefore, the lessons, teachings, and principles expressed in this podcast need to be tailored to your individual project. Any advice or information expressed in this podcast is intended to inform, educate, and teach. All advice and information is based on experience, research, and opinion.